Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 65. Super, super excited to get this episode going. And for those that are watching on YouTube, you're going to see Stacy giving this weird smile because every time I say hello, everybody, somehow it manages to, to, to trigger her or make her smile because she thinks it's hilarious. But before we get going, I'd love to, I love my co host to introduce herself. So, introducing the stunning, the beautiful, the hero extraordinaire, and now published author, Stacey Brown. Stacey, over to you. Thanks, Nims. Um, really excited to be here. Um, we had like our little pre conversation about this, and it's going to be interesting to see where this episode takes us. So, friends, I'm Stacey. I'm um, intuitive. I've been intuitive my whole life and opened up to a deeper spiritual path where I began doing readings for people. And I continue to do those now for people around the world. Uh, Namesh and I have a beautiful spiritual mentorship program that we cultivated right in the very kitchen that he's recording from right now. Um, I'm an Akashic record reader and trainer. Um, and I am a recently published author, which is super exciting, where I share more about my journey and what has led me to the space of giving up my career in the beauty industry and dedicating my life to healing work and helping others. So one of the ways we do that is through this podcast, and Nims, I'm really happy to be here with you. Yeah, Stacey, you know, I love sharing this space with you, and um, who am I? I'm Nims Nimesh. I'm also a spiritual mentor and coach, an Akashic record reader, Akashic trainer, and the podcast host and podcast creator. And, you know, I love love the healing work we do because really it's about guiding people to shine their light. And just if I think about some of the calls we've had today, Stace, it's just beautiful. It's just, I just love every time I just feel some of the conversations we've had and just the guidance we do. I just, I, I love, love doing the work. And it's that, you know, like, you know, you're doing what you're meant to do. And, you know, Stace, I love the, the the spaces we cultivate, you know, the mentorship programs to change your lives. Kashi Records, I was guided to to create this podcast through the record. So I'm feeling blessed. <laughs> and I'm with you. I'm not sure what's going to come up in this episode because it's an interesting topic. But before we go there, you know, I always love talking about shining a light. And, uh, and I really feel it's important through, especially through this phase, that we take time to shine our light on ourselves first. And when we do that, it allows us to shine a light so much more on other people around us. So Stace, I always love asking you, what have you done today to shine a light on you? I love this question. So it's a beautiful day here. Um, it's like not super warm, but it's the temperature is mild. The sun is shining. And I got out and went for a run. And I was telling you earlier, I didn't play any music. I didn't listen to anything. I just let my feet hit the pavement and got myself out in the fresh air and it felt really good. So um, I'm so grateful that I had the time to go out and do that. What about you? Uh, You know, rare occasion, the sun is actually shining in London. So, um, you know, I spent some time recording. I, um, in, in the garden, you know, shared some knowledge that came through on a reel, et cetera. And I just spent some time in the garden, just being, just connecting with nature and just feeling the energy around me. And honestly, doing the work that we do, the, some of the calls that we've had, 
I just allows me to shine my light even brighter. Just love, love, love the work that we do and just had some super powerful calls today that have lifted my soul. So so that's about me. But what's today's topic? Really interesting. Um we've for whatever reason, we've had this topic on a list on our list of things to to do a podcast on for a while. And for whatever reason we put it off. So this week's topic is loneliness. And um you know, we had a conversation before we started recording around what's the difference between being alone and being lonely. I hadn't really thought about it in, that, in those terms until we had that conversation. I was like, hmm, that's really interesting. What is the difference? Um, and, you know, maybe that's a good place to start. If you listen to the podcast, do you feel alone? Do you feel lonely? Do you feel both? What is the difference for you? And obviously, you know, where do you go when you have a question like that? We both Googled it. And, um, you know, states well, why don't we start with a quote um, that came from an article in the Guardian um, UK newspaper. And it says there's a myth that there's something inherently weak about feeling lonely, but in fact, it's universal. Loneliness arises when the quantity and the quality of social, social relationships fall short of our needs. You can feel lonely when you're not alone. And that means that even if you're surrounded by people, even if you have somebody next to you, even if you're in a relationship or, you know, you're just in a crowd, if you don't feel connected with the people around you, you can still feel lonely. So Stace, I went deep straight away at the beginning. I'd love for you to know more, you know, kind of like I said, we had a conversation before. What does it mean? What does loneliness mean? mean to you and what is the difference for you between being lonely and being alone so i think it's important before i answer that to let our listeners know that the reason we decided to do this topic was because we had a couple of interactions in a short space of time some with clients some on clubhouse where people were expressing that they were lonely and they were being vulnerable and sharing that. And we had originally thought, oh, loneliness, like that's such a heavy topic. And yet we kept having it come up and it felt like this was something important that we needed to do. So in our pre-call, we were talking about the difference. And um, I would say that being alone is the physical part, right? When, when we're like physically in a space where we're alone. So right now, you know, my daughter's at school and I'm alone. Um, lonely is more the emotional feeling like you are isolated or secluded even when there's people around you. That would be what how I, my take on it. And um, when we were sharing at the beginning of the conversation, you talked about being lonely and you said something about we're both lonely. And it's interesting, Nims, because I, my my response was, I'm alone, but I'm not lonely. And I started kind of thinking about it as we were getting this episode going. And um, I was really lonely in my marriage. I was in a house where my husband worked from home and we were physically together a lot, like in within the same living space. 
but I felt so, so deeply lonely. And in that space of being lonely and feeling unseen and unheard and like my needs not being met, um, my behavior became very self-destructive. And so when I think right now about where I am, I'm alone in my space, but I no longer feel that lonely feeling in the way that I did. But I have to ask myself if there is still part of me that's lonely, like are my social interactions meeting my needs? And I would say, I'm not sure. I'm really unsure because I feel a lot more comfortable in this space of being alone than I did when I was in the marriage, but maybe this is a different lonely that I don't know yet. And I feel like I'm going deep. I mean, that's beautiful, right? We always go deep. And it's that, you know, when I think about this phase and this energy and we talk about it a lot, it feels like a lot of us have gone through a phase of rebirth, whatever you want to call it, where our friend circle has gone smaller. And the people around us have gone smaller. And, you know, does that mean we're lonely because we have less people around us? Or is the quality of the relationships we, we have enough to not feel lonely? And is it okay to feel lonely? Such an interesting... And what if there is different... What if there's times we feel lonely and there's times we don't? Or if there's times where we... There's times I'm alone and I'm and I love it. I love my own energy. I love my own vibration. I love um, you know, just being able to do what I want, want to do, and want to do it. But there are times where I do feel lonely. And how often when maybe you are surrounded by some people, and because you don't resonate with them, you still feel lonely. You know, so it's it's a really interesting, an interesting topic. And I you know, when we talk about mental health and all those type of topics, I, I, you know, it's even us kind of putting this, I don't, we weren't putting this topic off, but it's like, you know, let's talk more about, you know, kind of creating, cultivating communities and things like that, which are perceptively more positive. But as you say, this topic has come up a lot. And with the vibration, the energy that we're all going through, you know, having an open conversation about how do you really feel? And you know, maybe it's a question to ask uh, to ask our listeners. Do you feel lonely? And are you alone? And if you're not alone, do you still feel lonely? And um, and Stace, let me ask you a question. Before you started to come to London, did you feel how how lonely you really were? Because the interesting thing is sometimes we're in a situation and we kind of get used to a certain environment and um, we don't really, until we truly connect with how we really feel and we ask ourselves those questions, how do, you, how do we really feel? Do I really feel lonely? Maybe we don't realize how deep those feelings go. And I remember when you first started coming from London, you started to feel the freedom around you and that allowed you to kind of start to see things differently. So I'll ask that question to you again. You know, when you were deep in your relationship, because you used that as an example at the beginning, when did you realize how lonely you really were?
I don't think I realized it until like in, in the full scope that I do now, I, I would say until now, I don't think I realized how lonely I was. And it's been kind of uncovering it in layers. You know, I, I removed myself from the environment and, you know, went to the UK a couple of times and I knew that I felt different. Um, but I wasn't aware of what that difference was initially. It was, it was like, okay, so I feel different when I'm in this space. At first I thought, is there something wrong with me? Like that I am, I'm trying to escape, you know, am I running away from, but I always knew I was coming home. Right. And when I would come home, I would feel that sense of isolation and not being seen. And I would say when I was in the environment, I was doing a lot of, um, dissociating, sometimes self-medicating, um, I don't know if there's anything harder in the world than creating a life with someone and waking up one day and they're a stranger. I spent, yeah, I spent a lot of years invested in this person. Um, and so I guess in my like fetal attempt to like salvage things, I just tried to shut off that part of me that felt so lonely. And I don't think that that part of me could even be honored until I was completely removed from the situation. And so I think I'm just beginning to uncover the, the, the process of healing this. Wow. And <laughs> yeah, I don't think I even realized that until now. Yeah. And, and we always talk about this podcast and, you know, even if it gets to one person, it makes a difference to one person. So maybe, you know, that's a question to ask our listeners is how open are you to with yourself about how you really feel? And, um, you know, are you still trying to, are you holding on to a fairy tale that doesn't exist? Because we make decisions at the time that we feel, feel are right for us. And, but sometimes we hold on to something that was, and we look at it, we're waiting for the person to change that we're with, um, to become the person we want them to become. But that means that we're looking outside ourselves for the love that we're looking for. And it's that. And I get I make it sound easy, but everything we are, everything we need is inside us. So what if the love that we're looking for, what if the fairy tale we're looking for is really within us? And it means that anyone else that's part of that fairy tale is it's a bonus. And you know, what if the fairy tale that we're waiting for, the fairy tale of waiting for someone to come along you know, for us not to be lonely. What if it's not about that at all? What if it is about being comfortable 
being alone and not feeling lonely in your own, in your own space. And that doesn't mean that you can't have people around you because we need balance in our life, right? What if it's about being comfortable being alone, but also being comfortable being around people you love? And then you add another layer on it and think about what are you manifesting? And being honest with yourself and asking that question, are the people around you now that are regularly around you, how do they make you feel? Do you feel lonely around them? Do you feel supported? Do you feel loved? Do you feel that? Do you feel that the people around you are expanding you? I mean, we had, um, it's interesting, there's always a connection between their episodes. I mean, we had a, convers a conversation on the last episode about cultivating community and kind of manifesting the right people in your life. And this is a, a, a conversation that's linked to that, but maybe you're looking at it a different way. And um, for me, the first stage, and for all of us in terms of healing, awareness is always the first stage. So asking yourself these questions about, you know, do you feel alone? Are you alone? And do you feel lonely? Are you holding on to something or are you waiting for something to happen? But what are we waiting for? What if we can appreciate this moment and really kind of feel the gratitude and the joy in this moment? And if I was to be honest, there is times I feel lonely. There is times where I, I wonder what, you know, what God's plan for me is, right? I am surrounded by, a, I, have a, I have a loving family that don't, they don't live with me, but they're close. I have, I have people in my life that love me unconditionally in many ways. Um, I have friends, you know, some across the pond like Stacey, who, who also love me, right? I'm supported in, in so many different ways. I've made so many contacts in Clubhouse. But sometimes there is a feeling of something missing. And that doesn't mean I'm searching for a partner to complete me. It just means I feel something's missing. And what if that's okay? Because we all go through, I mean, I, we talk a lot about it, right? There's a, we're a soul having human experience, which means that we're meant to feel things. So what if we're meant to feel lonely at times, but not let the loneliness consume us? What if we're meant to spend time alone to truly understand who we are and be comfortable with it. It is just a, a super, super interesting topic once you start to kind of, and is it a negative topic? Or is it an expansive topic? I would say expansive. And I would say super relatable for so many people. We've been seeing that with our clients and the, the conversations that we've had. And I, I do think that some of what, what's happened in the world in the last couple of years has an impact on that as well, right? We went through COVID where we were all isolated. And I think a lot of us experienced a shift during that time. And, um, I think it's something that's, that is universal. I think there are a lot of people who, who are surrounded by chaos as far as amount of people around them and yet still feeling super lonely, still feeling like maybe they don't belong. 
or they they haven't established that solid um, base of people, you know? Um, it's really interesting because when everything happened with my son, um, I really saw our community show up in such a profound way. I mean, there was not a need that we had that went unmet. And it was like being a celebrity that you, for something you didn't want people to know. And yet people just showed up and there comes a point in the healing process where that support like slowly dies off and the dust settles and you're left with like the aftermath. And for me, I felt isolated, not only in my home, but in my community. You know, I was no longer the hairdresser who was getting everybody ready for that special event. Um, I was just Stacy and who was there for me in that season. It, it's been, it's been a huge learning experience for me. And it's interesting if we think about um, the last few years for all of us, we're all very different. You know, I really feel, um, again, a lot of people went through pain during lockdown and COVID, lost loved ones, and so I'm not discounting any of that. But I do feel, in many ways, it was Mother Nature's way of really giving us time to to be alone, to truly understand how we felt, because how many of us were like, I don't have time to 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 do the healing because I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Whereas, you know, for many of us, we had we felt the isolation, and some of us chose to heal, and some of us chose not to. But it, whatever we did was perfect, right? But you know, how many of us felt really alone during that period, and how many of us felt lonely during that period? And I'm sure all of us are very different after that period, right? Maybe I know for me, the things I used to enjoy doing, I don't enjoy doing anymore. It's different. So I like to do different things. And, um, you know, but how many of us just continue to go through the motions of doing the same things we used to, but not feel as connected? And for me, this topic is really to ask, how, how connected do you feel about to yourself? How open are you to truly feeling that and admitting to yourself that that you're lonely. Many of us are alone. You know, maybe you're in a relationship, maybe you're not. But it is distinguishing the two, I think, is really important. And maybe it's okay to feel lonely and be honest with yourself. But then, you know, comes awareness, you have to accept, okay, I feel lonely. You haven't got a time machine, so you can't change the past. You have to, you know, become aware, you have to accept. And then what do you do from there? Then you make a decision. Well, okay, if I feel lonely, maybe I need to manifest more people in my life who I can have a conscious conversation with who are who are at a spiritually or whatever we're going through at a level that, that I can relate to. Because as we talked about earlier, sometimes maybe we're not alone. Maybe we're surrounded by a lot of people, but we don't feel the connection we used to with them. 
you know, Stacey, you gave an example of, you know, when, you know, when you were married, you got to a place where I'm sure when you married that person, you felt connected, you felt, you know, you felt, you never felt, you never felt lonely because you're with somebody you loved that you thought, you know, you're going to have fairy tales together. But there came a point where you started to feel lonely. And in many ways, you probably didn't see it coming. You know, it was like, you know, and how many of us go through the same thing of, you know, we make decisions many years ago that were right for us, but maybe they're not right for us anymore. And how often do we look in the mirror and have that conversation? How do I really feel? Do I feel alone? Do I feel lonely? And okay, what do I want to do about it? And it is interesting, you know, I... I I, I I do live alone, right? I, you know, I um I have a big family who um who come to visit here and there, but most of the time I am on my own. But I'm not really on my own because I spend a lot of time on Zoom and stuff with clients and with yourself, Stacey, and we're on Clubhouse, and there's a lot of things that that are happening. So I know I'm busy, but it is in those quiet times when I am on my own that I sometimes feel great. And sometimes I feel lonely, and that's okay. I never realized how thought-provoking this episode was really going to be. And um, it is a journey, right? It is a journey to accept who we are, um, to become aware, accept, and then decide. I've always been, not always, but for many years, I've been comfortable in my own company. Um I guess um, it's safe to say sometimes I preferred my own company. Um, but also there's times when, you know, you want you want to be out and about, but there's also been times I want to be out and about, and then I'm out and about, and I'm thinking, well, actually, you know what? I want to go home because I'm comfortable there. It's just, it is an interesting journey, but it always starts with becoming aware, and it always starts with having that serious conversation with yourself so you can become aware. And there's no judgment in it. It's no... There's no whatever you feel, you feel. Honor what you feel and then decide what you're going to do differently. How do you feel, Stace? I feel like this episode is going to reach people. And I feel like this has made me realize like I have another layer to peel away here because I feel more aligned with myself than I ever have before. But I feel very uncertain about like people surrounding me, meaning like feeling supported and, um, and I guess I do have some loneliness. I love your vulnerability. I love I love how open you are and how you, because I remember when we were talking before, and you're like, well, you know, there's lots of times I'm alone, but I don't feel lonely. And I was like, wow, okay. I remember thinking, well, actually, I think there's times I do feel lonely, and you made me question myself a little bit. It's like, well, hold on, how do I feel about it? And it's just, um, it is really interesting when you start to have an honest conversation with yourself. 
the kind of the the reality sinking in because how many times do we convince ourselves that we're happy or not happy or this or that you know whatever emotion we're feeling we're meant to be feeling it right and it's just it, there's an acceptance to it so i guess my question for you is now you're starting to um now you're admitting to yourself that there are times you feel lonely what would you do about that what would your advice be to the people listening if we've just helped them become become aware that there are times they're lonely, what would what would what would your advice be? What are you going to do? You know, I want to swear so bad right now. <laughs> well, like, you know, we we can put a warning to it, so you know, say whatever. Like you... honestly, I just <laughs> want to be like. <laughs> Because I'm like, you just, that, if you've ever put me on the spot, <laughs> this is it. This is it. Right here, right now. Um, Welcome to our podcast, everybody. Yeah. Um, so I think it's twofold. I think one, I have to get more comfortable with being in my own energy, like with what is right now. So acceptance of what is right now and being okay with that is the first thing. And I believe that I'm doing that through journaling and exercise and building a stronger connection with myself. So that's the first thing. And then I think the second thing is, um, really thinking about what I want to cultivate more of in my life, like what type of relationships and putting myself in environments where I can, I can build on that. Nice. Nice. And that's, um, that's really good advice for anybody. Right. But it's that, um, the powerful thing that I think you really said was this choice. Mm -hmm. It's that, being honest with yourself, having a deep conversation, and then choosing what, what you want to do differently. Because sometimes we get in a in an energy of feeling sorry for ourselves, right? Yeah, oh, I'm just going to not do anything. Da, da, da. But it's like if we realize everything in our external world is a result of something in our internal world, then if we're not happy with the relationships we have, and if we do feel lonely and we want to change it, then the answer has to become from within, right? Mm -hmm. It has to become from, okay, am I clear on what I'm trying to manifest? Am I clear on what type of relationships I want? Am I journaling about it? Am I clear? Do I visualize it? And am I open to it? Mm -hmm. Because I think about it sometimes because, um, you know, when you live on your own, you kind of get used to your own energy and your own space and being able to do what you want when you want to do it. But then... If I invite someone into my home, into my life, into my energy, then I need to be open to to sharing that vibration, that energy with somebody else. And, I, you know, in many ways, I feel like I'm ready. But it is going to be a um, it is going to be an adjustment, right? Because we do get used to doing things in our own way, right? We do get used to, um, you know, being in our own space, in our own energy and kind of. You know, but when when there is somebody else in your space that way, then 
sure you it's always a co-creation you've got to be able to to compromise whatever that looks like but you've also really got to be able to have an open dialogue on whatever that looks like and um stacy i'm going to put you on the spot again of course you are <laughs> how do you feel about somebody coming to your life and sharing a space I would love to believe that that's a possibility. <laughs> I mean, of I, course, that's a possibility. I, I would like that eventually. The idea of that right now is really hard for me to wrap my head around. But maybe that's because that person hasn't come into my life yet. Yeah. <laughs> so you've you're just getting used to, and maybe this is true for lots of people listening, but you're just getting used to, you've just moved into your own place. You just kind of get used to being in your own space and being in your own energy. So I get that. Because mm -hmm. you're getting to, you're getting to enjoy your own company for a while, right? And it's like, well, you know, when I'm ready, but it's just, it is being honest with ourselves and because many of us, when we're trying to manifest, you've got to ask yourself, is there any part of you that's conflicting, that's stopping you from manifesting what you're trying to manifest? And I'll give an example of that. If you're trying to manifest a partner, but you love spending all your time on your, on your own, then obviously there's a conflict there, right? Because if you enjoy spending time on your own, then, you know, how are you going to manifest a partner? Because, you know, on the same things, if you're used to, you know, kind of doing things a certain way, but, you know, inviting a partner in is going to mean that you've got to, you know, can do things maybe differently. That's, I think, the challenging times when we've got to really ask ourselves, what are we manifesting? Mm -hmm. And is there something inside us that's a conflict and stopping us from truly getting what we want? Yeah, because I would, I would say the idea of someone in my life that I could share my life with sounds good, but I would definitely say my energy is more of, of me and enjoying my, my space and my independence right now. So clearly that's conflicting. And it's a journey and a time to it too, right? Mm -hmm. then you could also say you know what i'm used to being in my own space but i'm open to being outside with somebody and seeing where that develops mm -hmm. and it's our, our intention around what we're looking for is always really important because sometimes i'm sure there's times in our lives where we've all been in a situation where we've been you know we say things like we'll be happy when you know what when i'm in a relationship when i have a partner i'll be happy or when I get this job, I'll be happy. Or I'll be, you know, when when I have a really good good group of friends, I'll be happy. Whatever that looks like. Um, but what if you can choose to be happy now, and then anything external happens is complementary to that. And it's like it's it's really it's an interesting journey that I've been on. Right? I'm, there's been times where I've been looking for things externally to complete me, but I work really hard on 
really kind of realizing that everything I need is inside me. And it is a journey because sometimes you, you kind of go up and down. Um, but I would ask our listeners to really think about what are you trying to manifest? If you want a partner, then are you willing to give up? Not give up, but are you will, are you allowing somebody into your space, enough of your space to truly connect? And uh, if you're with a partner, do you feel connected to that partner or do you feel alone when you're with them? It really is an interesting and deep conversation. And if we're open to the magic of it, if we're open to having an open dialogue with ourselves, um, I think it can be quite illuminating. So, um, yeah, so Stace, before we kind of start to close, anything you want to share? Any, any thoughts that are coming to you that you'd like to share with our listener before we move on to the journal prompts? Well, no, I mean, I'm already thinking of the journal prompts, but I would say I um, would encourage our listeners to take some time for yourself and um, maybe you're out on a walk right now listening to this, or maybe you're in your car listening to this. And I would just encourage you to, to pause and ask yourself, you know, are you feeling alone? Or are you feeling lonely? Maybe differentiating for yourself the difference between those two things. And then I'd encourage you to pick up your journal and dive into this. You know, if you're feeling lonely, why do you feel lonely? Are you surrounded by people who aren't seeing you, supporting you, encouraging you? Are you isolated in your day-to-day -day routine? It feels like the general prompts are coming through already, right, Stace? Mm -hmm. Very so much. I, I, I would start by asking, that: do you feel alone? Do you feel lonely? And being honest with yourself, and then going to the questions you suggested. Um, it really does feel like an important conversation right now. Yeah, it also feels like um, a call for more connection, meaning all of us need to find ways to be more connected. And it makes me think about in the lonely season that I was having in my marriage, Clubhouse came into my life and gave me a space to connect with people right from the comfort of my home. So though it took me some time to get to the space of, I need to leave this relationship, like the universe was providing me with opportunities to create more connection. And it ended up being such a powerful part of my journey. So I know this, you know, we, we've talked about Clubhouse before in this space, but I, I'm just thinking about like the listener who feels like, I can't leave my home and venture out because of kids or because of a demanding home life or work life or whatever. There are ways to connect and form relationships with people right from the very space that you're in now. And for me, that was 
life-changing because I felt so isolated in it. I, I mean, I worked from home, you know, felt isolated in my relationship and yet Clubhouse sparked a space for me to, to connect. And so I encourage people to find ways to connect. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be the, the natural ways, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, Clubhouse changed my life too. It came at a time when we were all in isolation and I was looking for, to have conscious conversations. Um, and there are different ways, right? We talked about it in the last episode in terms of cultivating community. It's that if there are things you enjoy doing, then look for like-minded people, maybe on Clubhouse if you're on a, if you're on a social media app where you can talk about it or if you have time and the bandwidth, then, you know, find local places that do something similar. But you have to take action, right? That's the key is, is if you want to change something, you know, Einstein would say the definition of insanity is keep doing the same thing, expect a different set of results. If there is something in, in your intel and, you know, reflecting your external that you're not happy with, then decide to do something about it. Stacey, you know, I, I love, love, love sharing this space with you. I I, I feel it's always expensive. Um, I do want to mention some promos that we have going on. And, um, you know, we mentioned at the beginning about Akashi Records. Akashi Records are, are a record of everything our soul's been through. Current life, parallel life, future life. Um, and, um, you know, me and Stacey to join Akashi Record reading. It's a unique experience. We love, love, love what we do. Uh, we currently have Akashi uh, Records and Akashi Training on promo, promo pricing. So you can find more about that on our website. But we're all, also offering a free joint reading to our listeners. And the way you enter that prize draw is you write a review on whatever platform that you're you're using. You take a screenshot and you send us an email with that with that review. And anyone that does that gets entered into the prize draw. The other way is to um, tag us on social media. So on Instagram or Facebook, post a post a message about the podcast. We post everything every uh, we post a, a message every week. So repost that if you wish. Tag us both, and we'll enter you into the prize draw. And um, but yes, yeah, lots of things going on. We have an event in the UK end of May that we're excited about. Um, lots and lots of things, Stace. I'm loving loving this space, and I'm loving what we're creating. And yeah, before we close out, I'd love to hand over to you to. Uh, share whatever's in your heart and to close us up. Yeah. So friends, we have people that we've helped helped around the world through our mentorship program. And we do that um, together with individuals and we do it in a group platform as well. And so if you're feeling the stirring that you're meant for more and you're not quite sure how to take action, mentorship might be the place to start. And the mesh and I do a free discovery call so you can explore the program and we can show you what we do and see if it's something that you want to take on. It's a 12 week program and we channeled it right in the mesh's kitchen and uh, it's changed lives. And maybe your life is, is one that's meant to change. And if you want to reach out to either one of us with questions, we're happy to answer them. I love sharing this space with you, Nims, and what a beautiful uh, conversation that will hopefully open people up a little bit more on their own journey. Thanks for having me here with you. Thank you, Zace. It's a, it, it's, a, it's a pleasure and a blessing. Sending everyone so much love and light. Truly do hope you can feel the love inside you, connect with the power of who you are, and we'll speak to you all very soon. Bye for now.